world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard, fear no evil. Get yours today, only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain, in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that Freedom forgot the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast. Um, in the nation. Just got back it. from Florida where I was having some early bird specials. Yeah. We, which we were talking about just before. In West Palm Beach. West Palm Beach. We're having some early bird specials. Did you get the uh, early bird buffet? or? Of course. <laughs> and I stole all the sweetener packets, the salt <laughs> shaker, all the tissues out of the napkin dispenser, yeah, and two rolls of toilet things. paper. Yeah, two rolls. <laughs> 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 they lock, they lock them up. And the tray there. for the buffet, I got that too. Silverware? No, you know, not silver, but you know what the tray is nice for all of you out there listening. When you steal a tray from a buffet, you can disassemble a gun on it. Oh yeah, yeah! It's really That's good right. to disassemble a gun when you're cleaning. Keeps it all and the stuff. hoppies inside. The yeah, tray. not only that, yeah, put the screws won't roll off yeah, or springs because yeah. it's got the yeah. I'm always <laughs> thinning, please <laughs> throw. Okay. <laughs> So Henry, <laughs> there's not going to be any more trade left to <laughs> So Henry, gold member of the range since the day we opened, that comes every Friday night with Lou and Henry's wonderful son. He made for me because I call myself the tip of the spear in New Jersey. He you made me a proper a dory. Yes, he did. This is a Spartan spear. The only difference with this spear is it's six foot tall. And a Spartan spear would be nine feet tall. Oh, really? Yes, not used for throwing, used for poking. So <laughs> so the bottom, you see the bottom on there, that's called a lizard sticker. Oh, Because they would stick that into the ground to hold the spear when they weren't wielding it. Oh. So I have the tip of the spear called tip of the spear. That's very nice. That's re- Somebody made that for you? Henry. Henry made Henry it. Henry made He it? made it from beginning. Yeah, that's an ash uh, shaft and everything. It's wow. beautiful. Later, I'm going to let you look at my shaft. Yes, after the show. <laughs> so, you. you're welcome. Thank you, Henry. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Dude, this is incredible. That's... Yes. So, Sandy, is it is it me or is the rush to communism... And socialism is it is it full on now? Marching on, it's mar- like it's full on oh, now. Yeah. There's no, there's no more oh, joking. Full frontal. Like our attorney general in New Jersey, Grubel, Gruel, whatever he is. What's he? he they call him. Uh, they call him Murphy's uh, manservant or whatever. Or, or <laughs> a chic butler. Uh, basically, uh, he celebrated Constitution Day earlier this week with Come a on. Facebook and a Twitter post. Serious? Yeah, and I did a rant about it. Like. <laughs> you- <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Our attorney general. Yeah, he's celebrating Constitution Day from 1787. Like, maybe he should actually read and uphold and enforce the... You know, the Constitution wasn't written for illegals and criminals, you know. No? But, well, it was written for criminals because you're innocent until proven guilty, right. et cetera, et cetera. But, but you have to be a U.S. citizen to enjoy the benefits <laughs> of the Constitution. No. Yeah. And uh, silly, Governor Doucheflute, uh, he went out to <laughs> India... 
he went out. Uh, I had started a new hashtag, by the way. Yeah. My new hashtag, everybody can start following, is where's my red flag? Oh, where's my red flag? Yeah, I'm wondering when I'm going to get red flag. So I've been hashtagging where's Where's my red flag on everything. I'm waiting to be red flagged. Uh, What? (laughs) What? Do do we not ever learn? I'm waiting to be red flagged. Okay. So Governor Doucheflute, listen to this. Taxpayer money, taxpayer security, taxpayer flights and hotels. Uh He goes to India. Yes. Because he's going to set up an office in India, and he's going to have Indian-based companies come to New Jersey to open up and rebuild our economy. Governor Doucheflute, listen to me. (laughs) The average person in New Jersey in, like, manufacturing or service with overhead and taxes makes about $37 an hour. That's what it costs a company with right. taxes, insurance, and Which taxes, and taxes, and taxes. an annual salary yes. in India. <laughs> so they make $0.37 cents an hour yeah. in India. No company from India is going to move to the 49th least tax-friendly state <laughs> in the union. <laughs> Okay, all it was was a free vacation with a security detail for a rich, repulsive socialist. You could take that money and you could give small businesses subsidies or lower our tax rates here, our corporate tax rates, our property tax rates, and make it accessible for mom and pop and small under $10 million a year companies to come into New Jersey and open. But it will never happen. It's like California and New York. They are fleeing in droves. So this guy's head is so far up his ass. that he, I'm going to India, and he's wearing all the traditional garb and everything, which I'm not against it, but he looks like a real J.O. Yeah. You know, with that goofy look on his face. So him and his wife are going to Taj Mahal and Mumbai. I'd like to go on that trip for free. Yeah, for free. Yeah. All right, I like and Indian food. I like the culture. Yeah. I'm dying to go to Taj Mahal and Mumbai, uh, but that's another story. That would definitely be but, cool. Yeah, this is your your socialist tactics. Taxpayers look up to him and go, oh, look, he's trying to bring business to us from India. I want to <laughs> see what company. All he did was create a new bureaucracy like rainwater yes. tax. Yeah. So who's going to work that office in India? Right. What political appointee is going to get that right. plum job? Yep. Oh, hi, Sandy. $300,000 a year. You get to fly home eight times a year. We'll pay for it. You can bring your wife and kids, private school, and whole bit. Oh, and you're going to need a secretary. You're going to need administrative assistance. You're going to need a press uh, uh, media person. You're going to need this. You're going to need that. We need a janitor. We need to hire the office. It's going to end up costing us $3 million a year to bring zero back in here so Goofface can go to India and hobble around and eat an apple through a fence. Okay, he can eat an apple through a chain link fence. Yes, he can. Fight a camel for it. Yes, but we have him and we have our attorney general celebrating Constitution Day, flying in the face of the Constitution every day. It's funny. The do these guys know the Constitution and the Bill of Rights? There's there's a Second Amendment in there. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. Maybe they don't know it. So let's talk about a spanking. So when I was at the NRA board meetings. We found out, I told you, December 2nd, the uh, New York State rifle and pistol case versus New York City is going to be heard by the U.S. Supreme Court. Wow. And Dan Schmutter gave me some analysis, and I talked a little bit about this last week, but um, he thinks what can happen is there's right now there's four Second Amendment cases being held for New York State rifle and pistol. 
He thinks that the Supreme Court may rule on New York State rifle and pistol and then send all of these Second Amendment cases back down to the district courts where they will have to re-rule on them following the new the precedent, precedent set. set by the wow. Supreme Court. That's pretty cool. Imagine like four or five districts getting whacked at once <laughs> yeah, where they have to... I know this is a long, drawn-out process for everybody listening, but what other choice do we have? Right. We have super majorities in, in the Assembly and the Senate. We have repulsive communist governors in New York, New Jersey, in California, Maryland, Massachusetts. We have no other recourse. Right. It takes a long time to process these cases through. And the entire Democratic presidential ticket. Correct. Yeah. Well, they already came out. Beto, they're confiscating our oh, guns, yeah, right? right? They yeah. went from, we don't want to take your guns. We just want sensible gun laws and background registrations <laughs> to now, no, we're taking yeah, we're your taking guns. we're taking your guns. Yeah. Beto O'Rourke yeah. says, everyone he talked to in Texas said they would turn their guns in. <laughs> Here's an idea, Beto. Who, you have to talk, talk to? to a citizen yes, right. that yeah. has a gun. Right. Okay. He went up to somebody and said, permiso. Uh, what are they, you know, in Spanish or something. And the guy nodded at his head his broken Spanish from Beto. And, he'd go, oh, here's one. He'll yeah. say they'll turn in his gum. <laughs> his gum. Get it? So we also have the Cheeseman case uh, going before the Supreme Court. And, uh, of course, our attorney general that only recognizes certain inalienable rights oh, yeah, right, in the exactly, Constitution, yeah. they wrote their... Uh, argument back, which now uh, Cheeseman Gillard and uh, Jay Factor and uh, Daniel uh, David Jensen, they get to respond back, and this is uh, going to be up in October, oh. uh, October eighth or something like that. So you know, Grubel they already responded, but this is uh, encouraging for all of us. Now, what a lot of people don't know is uh, all these other cases: the Rogers case, the Gould case, the Pena case, the Soto case. All of these cases were, were were implemented and funded by the NRA going back as far as five years ago. Roger's case is two years old. Ours got fast-tracked uh, because the Third Circuit said, we don't want to see it again. We handled Drake and Pantano, and they bumped it right up to the Supreme Court. Yeah. The NRA is also backing our Magban case in New Jersey and the Magban case in California, a race to the Supremes. Okay, so basically, now we have the socialists, which are telling us, we want your guns. We want to stack the Supreme Court. We want illegals to have benefits mm -hmm. and rights. We want open borders, and we want free medical, and we want free living wage for everybody. Medicare for all. When are we going to wake up this race to communism? I'm not calling it socialism anymore. It's, no, it's straight-up communism, yeah. Sandy. When, right. when, when does this stop? Well, it happened again in the 30s, you know. I mean, every time the, you know, every time that pendulum swings from the me generation to the we generation, you have this same resurgence, but uh, this is a little frightening too. Although I don't know. Um it'd be interesting you guys out there, especially in the millennial age group. Write us, will you? Send us some emails. How, how do you feel about this? Are you think communism is a good thing? You think socialism is a good thing? Uh, I, really legit. And what do your what do your friends think? Yeah, I, 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 we, I'd we'd love be to really hear it. interested to know. We're still trying to recall Governor Douche Flute. It's Recall Murphy. Uh, the website is help save <laughs> recall douche <-nj> com. <laughs> yeah, Recall Douche Flute. Uh, so. <laughs> 
the Cheeseman Gillard case, they took their GoFundMe page down, but now Mark said he's going to put it back up. After I plugged the shit out of it last week, he put it down. J Factor, if you're listening, I need you to put Mark Cheeseman in a headlock till his head turns seven shades of red Noogies. going into purple and then release him and let him smoke a cigarette. So, <laughs> what? What? So... So Henry made me that dory, and let me just tell you something. The spear the Spartans used at Thermopylae when Leonidas proclaimed to the Persian king, come and take them in response to Xerxes, telling him if they laid down their arms, they would be friends of the Persian army. I love Sound that. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yes, from three, yes, that's where we're at now. So that's where we're at now, and I'll tell you something. I'm not happy about all the events that are going on. I will tell you this. I made a claim. I'm back fully from the NRA board meetings, and uh, there's some stuff I'm going to discuss when we come back from break. But I received a letter two days ago that I was nominated uh, for NRA board of directors for a three-year term. Oh, great. So I will be running for election. Wow. I will be asking everybody for so their you, support. Wait, you made it through two board meetings, and they still nominated you? <laughs> I yeah I had nothing to say this board meeting an open session a little bit to say an executive session but yes I did I I made it and uh, it's going to be a struggle for me because it's 36 people running for 31 seats at the moment and there's some famous people on that list but uh, and also there's probably always get voted in and never show up for anything correct well that's another story I'm going to get into that in a minute and there's a few running on petition. Obviously, uh, there'll be three or four probably on that'll run for petition. So there could be 40 for 31 seats, basically. Mm -hmm. So I need to finish, and I need to finish strong, so I'll be asking everybody for their help. The Calandro for NRA website will be updated in a few days, so we're going to have to start uh, slamming and passing that on in a few weeks. But I really want uh, people to think about it. I'd love to get on for a three-year term. I'm not running on petition, so it was good I decided not to. If I didn't get nominated, I would... You know, gracefully mm-hmm. step aside. I'd have one more beer board meeting in January, and I'm done. So I love all the the quotes on Ammo Land and stuff because of all the uh, stuff that's going on from the left side media attacking the NRA. Uh, you know, I've been called Fredo, Wayne LaPierre's boy, this thing and that thing. And my response Fredo. to everybody is, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know much, but I do know that you wouldn't say what you're typing online to my face. And my screen profile is Anthony Calandro, and their profiles are like Will J with no picture. (laughs) You know, my screen name is my picture. Or Rocketman12785. Yeah, these are the people that are threatening me online, and I always post on the bottom that you definitely would not say that to my face because. Uh, you know, I've had some of anti-NRA uh, people call me, uh, you know, that tough guy image is just an image. Absolutely, I agree with you. But, you know, like I said, I believe in, in love, but I also believe in action when push comes to shove. So, uh, How many years know. is this for you? In in the gun industry, yeah. twenty seven years. Twenty seven years. Yeah, and oh, it's so you're like, like a, a Johnny come lately. Yeah, kinda. so it's like a nineteen year old, twenty nine, forty nine, fifty nine year old man at home calling me Fredo or Wayne's Lackey or something like that. <laughs> and uh, you know, meanwhile, I'll, I'll I'll pose the question: What have you done to promote the yeah. Second Amendment, our fight in your state? Are, are federally or donations you have made, you know, and sacrifices you have made, and maybe you some arrests. Call of Duty. And, yeah, maybe some arrests and charges you have may have gotten because you have a huge target on your back. Yeah. 
Hashtag where's my red flag. So <laughs> how many of those people that write that negative shit would have the balls to do what I do in a rant? Yeah. No, Seriously. Like zero. Call him Governor Douche Flute and yeah. his chic butler. You know, and who has the balls to do that? Right. Seriously. Tough guy image, tough guy image. Go F yourself. You can find Dan's Rants on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. And you should follow him, like him, and share him. My YouTube channel has like 991 followers. Once I hit 1,000, I can get a custom YouTube uh, hashtag that's easier for the government to monitor. <laughs> So maybe you guys and girls want to help me out. Join the cause, yeah. And find a Gun for Hire YouTube channel and, uh, you know, make it easier for the government to monitor me. Did you see that they have three lenses on the back of the new iPhone now? No. It, there's didn't. three lenses instead of two now oh, on the really? new iPhone. Yeah. What's one, the third uh, one? It's uh, FBI, CIA, and Homeland Security. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's. Simulcast. Yeah. <laughs> I ordered me the new iPhone 11 Pro in ugly green. Ugly green is I'm going to be in Florida when it comes in. When I come home, I'm going to go pick it up. Big Scott is more excited about it than me. I had to get it I know, because... I he's very excited about it. Oh, my God. Every time I go back there, he tells me new features. <laughs> I got it for a few reasons. My iPhone's two years old. The microphone doesn't work. I have to use a plug-in mic. I cracked the back because it did a double gainer or a half gainer. I dropped it one day. And uh, the new iPhone, they're saying, has four hours more battery time, which means about two more. Yeah, right. So, four, which, is, which is good for me. I did not get the <clears throat> Pro Max because that's like an iPad. Yeah. I don't need a 62-inch yeah, big screen phone. It's kind of crazy. But, uh, yeah, so I ordered the green one because mine was done. I looked at what the ugliest colors were, and I said, oh, I like the green. It's ugly. <laughs> so I got it. Okay. So, Sandy... Uh, I'm going to be speaking at the Gallo for Sheriff event mm -hmm. on Saturday, October 19th from 3 p.m. till 6 p.m. And uh, it's gallo4sheriff.com. It's the Citizens First Rally. And I will be speaking. I want everybody to go to gallo4sheriff.com and show your support for him. Okay? gallo4sheriff.com. I'm telling you right now. Tony stands a good chance of winning. He's an NRA life member. He's an yeah. NRA instructor. He's a good guy. He supports the Lakeland Rifle uh, uh, team down there uh, by him. And uh, he's against sanctuary states, sanctuary cities, sanctuary counties, and the whole bit. We need more people like him, like the other one in Sussex County and the one down way down South Jersey that have the stones to fight for us right. we really need and stand up for the actual yeah. law of the land yes and how much more time do we have uh we got time you sure yeah okay so i attended the board meetings and uh i sat in on everything i sat in on audit committee finance committee ethics committee everything because as a board member i was there for executive session i was given full disclosure and i been telling you before that 95% of what you've been reading and what the dissenters have been saying is untrue? Mm -hmm. Guess what? It is. It's untrue. And Ted Nugent showed up for his second board meeting ever in like 20 years they've been a board member. I thought he was going to get up and propose an serious? attendance amendment. <laughs> <laughs> 
And why, why did Nugent show up? Uh, it wasn't in a good place. Because some uh, dissenters got to him and they wanted uh, him to be the voice of the people, so he figures it would sell albums. I still okay. said albums, sell music. He got up, he bloviated for a little bit, and left right in the middle of executive session, never to be seen again. Are you serious? Yeah. And the rest of us stayed a couple more hours till the board meetings were over. <sighs> Such a great representative of the people. But... When we have annual meetings, he's always there billing the NRA $50,000, in full disclosure, because he does the red, white, and Ted, and then he goes out in the hallway and he signs and sells his books. He does that on (laughs) Thursdays and Fridays, and then when the board meeting's on Saturday, where is he? Flying back to Allentucky or Bama, Kentucky or whatever the hell he's from, right? (laughs) Flying back, what? (laughs) Nash-Tucky or whatever it's called. Uh, Memphis, Alabama. I don't even know. So he's gone. So for 20 years, he's been sucking the hind teat of the NRA. Yes, right. Never goes to the board meetings. Now all of a sudden, he's a champion of the people, and everyone is looking up to him. While everybody else has been doing the hard work, going to committees, going to board meetings, and getting our asses kicked on social media because of all the negative publicity the NRA has been getting. Listen. Bloomberg and their ilk and the mainstream media, they do not want Donald Trump to win. 150 judges. We talked about this already. There's 100 more vacancies. And think about this. How many more judges are waiting to retire or want to retire? Yeah. We need five more years of Donald J. (laughs) Trump. (laughs) Do that again. (laughs) I got to talk more about the board meetings when we come back. I got a great letter from Dwayne... Lip tack from Magpul. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless-looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you, in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. The world 
it's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick. But just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage. Are we back? We are. So Bob Ramo <laughs> at ShootersGauntlet.com took up the challenge. I'm sending Bobby Hart in absentia for me from Hart Rifles, and they're going to go head-to-head 1,500 yards. Come on. Yeah, I can't make it. I'm sending Bobby Hart in my absence from Hart Customs Rifles. So, Yeah. So check out ShootersGauntlet.com, ShootersGauntlet.com on Millstone Road in Monroe Town, PA. Bob Ramo and his wife Patty are the absolute best. And he got his helicopter now. And he's got a helicopter hull now, and he has zip lining and shooting, and he has machine gun shoots, and he's just an all-around great guy. Uh, I love him, and uh, I'll probably see him uh, at SHOT Show in January. No, you're not going to SHOT Show, listeners. Go to NRA Annual <laughs> Meeting in Nashville, Tennessee in show. April. Yes. Okay, so the NRA came in out Nashville with this. In Nashville, Nashville. Yes. Yes. Wow. So... Okay, quiz. Where is Nashville? In <laughs> yeah, close to there. Yeah, in San Antucky. San Antucky. No, it's not. <laughs> is it near Minnesota? Must be an island because you fly to it, right? <laughs> it's, it is Nashville surrounded by water, huh? <laughs> Must be. Right? Wow. I'm having uh, I'm having cowboy clogs made. Oh yeah. So I, can, I want to look hip and good. trendy. You will. Yeah. Yes, you'll do. You'll so I'll be at a, I'll good. be at annual meeting. You want to go to annual meeting? You don't want to go to shit. Show. I mean, shot show. <laughs> you were right the first time. So <laughs> the NRA launched a new website called nralegalfacts.org. Okay, <clears throat> this site is to answer your questions on all the lawsuits and charges that are going on in the NRA and have been vetted by our lawyers. So it's stuff that we can talk to without jeopardizing the New York State rifle and pistol case. Uh, by the way. The, 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 we have a case against them. We have a case against uh, San Francisco. Um, some good stuff is going on right now. But Dwayne Liptak is a fellow board member, and uh, he wrote an excellent response after he was with me side by side all the days of the board meetings, committee meetings. And uh, he's the vice president of uh, Magpul, and he's also a retired fighter pilot and the whole bit military. And I got to tell you something about Dwayne. He looks like an operator, but holy shit, is he smart. Well, well articulated, financial, business, political, and everything, right? So he wrote, and this is a little lengthy, but I want everybody to hear this, all right? I know that a lot of people are probably wondering how the board meeting went. First, despite the last-minute fire drill, I was very happy we met in Virginia. It's better and more responsible all the way around, and it gave me a chance to run to D.C. from some legislator engagement. He went to the Hill, which was nice. Okay, Jason Wemay, if you're wondering how to tackle that, was made the official head of ILA instead of just acting director. And he is an exceptionally capable and savvy guy. He's no nonsense, and I like his positions. I've known him for a while now. He was managing federal affairs for years. He's been, on, been with the NRA about 15 years, all right? 
Finances look quite good, especially given the turmoil in the press. Responsible spending, efficiency, doing things in-house, and accountability are in effect. I've said before that I like what Craig Spray's team is doing with finance. He's the new chief financial officer. Releasable details on litigation can now be seen on nralegalfacts.org for anyone who likes to dig in. Okay, He says, there have been some encouraging developments on the audit and compliance front that I really wish I could share. This will address many of my concerns about past practices and answer the compliance questions I want answered. There is an increased willingness to have dialogue about other matters that I still would like some answers and explanation for, and I will be taking up leadership on offers to talk directly about those issues. Asking questions doesn't make someone the enemy, and that has to be acknowledged. There is a recognition that we need to start sharing information with the members as soon as we are able to within the legal considerations at hand in greater transparency. He goes, that's very good and a very good and needed step. More to come. Everybody agreed. We need Mm -hmm. to release more info. Executives, staff, board. Okay, in a closed door executive session, the one that Ted Nugent left early from, and all the dissenters were outside bitching because we were in executive session, which is normal. Okay. This was done. We all know it, but we have a lawsuit with New York State, and we can't disclose certain shit until that's done. Right. I mean, it has to do with legal strategy. So, anyway... He wrote, I'm a skeptic at heart, and I still have questions, but I will always have questions, though that's what I'm supposed to be doing as a board member to make sure we are doing the work that the membership deserves. Make no mistake, there is work to be done, but this is progress. An important thing to me, though, is that we had some of the best and most open dialogue that I've ever seen at these board meetings about some hard issues. The concerns of members at large and board members alike are being heard and responded to. Yes, a lot of that is handled in executive session because of the current legal landscape, but I'm looking forward to be able to share the details. Those things are coupled with some of the other things that I wish I could share. Give me a degree of optimism for the future and confidence that we will be able to do what we need to do as an organization in 2020, which is a large part of our reason for existing and the most critical functions we can perform right now for the future of our freedoms. Dwayne Liptak, Magpul. Very well said. I asked him permission. Uh, oh, no, I forgot to ask him permission. I was going to ask him permission if I could say <laughs> that but i didn't but Dwayne is a good man he pub- mm. this was published all over mm. all over the interweb or whatever you guys call that shit but uh again i couldn't say it better he probably vetted it you know too we have to be careful what we say you know we have these guys whispering to us in the hallway you know you want to join our team come on we need you to expose everything and and violate the tr- the nra's charter in new york state and maybe have them lose their not-for-profit status Are you serious? yeah oh yeah 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 you know, and and oh then God. and then there was security protocol set up, and I've been going to committee meetings and board meetings for six years. Mm-hmm. It's the same security setups we've always had. We've not once went into executive session earlier than we should have gone into executive session. Now, there was one or two people there that were treated a little more under a magnifying glass than would normally have. But these are people that attack board members and staff personally, online, on radio, on TV, you know, dissenters and the whole bit. Uh, did you think you were going to be welcomed with open arms or you were going to be treated like a douche flute? Yeah, right. You know, when I go to the state house, I'm treated like a douche flute because it's run by Democrats. Yeah. And they hate me, right? So that happens. You can whine about that all you want, but to be honest with you, it's the same security. You know, they think that we had all of these security and executive sessions because of them. It's because of the left. 
We don't know if somebody's going to come in. You know, these pacifist right. anti-gunners might bring a bomb in or something. We have bomb-sniffing dogs in the morning. There has to be security protocols. We have to go into executive session. The Trace, the New York Times, the Post, all the reporters were outside. And they came in for open session. And then they had to leave during executive session. And we have our outside counsel and our inside counsel there during executive session. And we have a parliamentarian. And, you know, everything has to be cross the T, dot the I, especially now. Yeah, sure. You know, but for the past six years, it's always been that way. I said it on plenty of committee meetings and board meetings. And when they called executive session when I was a committee member, I had to get up and go wait in the hallway like everybody else. Mm -hmm. I didn't say, I was like, why can't I be in there? I'm I'm a member. You know, it doesn't work that <laughs> right, way. Right. Sensitive stuff is discussed. The problem we have is like the board meeting we had in uh, Indiana. Every time we went on break, when we got our phones, somebody was leaking shit to the press. Right. Immediately. Right. We can't trust our own board members, and you right. want us to just leave it open to the public. Yeah. Shh, this is a secret. We don't <laughs> want anybody to share this. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I spoke with the dissenters out. I spent, you know, hours with them sitting outside of smoking a cigar, talking in the hallway. Uh, I, I have no problem engaging anybody. I'm trying to be. Well, what was it about? I mean, who they, were they? They and, want. And, and they want. Was... They want. Uh, they're trying to save the NRA and the auspices uh-huh. that you know. And and some of their ideas are good. Yeah. Like they put forth a petition that we should have mandatory attendance requirements for board members. Okay. And it was taken to committee for, earth, for further action. Mm-hmm. So they posted negative stuff that it's probably going to die. I don't know if it's going to die because the, the climate is there for that now. But that's how the NRA works. We have bylaws, and it's a slow-moving machine. Sure. It's not gun right. for hire where we sit down and go, guys, tomorrow we're going to offer this 1999 special. Right. Break, and we all run out of the room, and it gets done. Right. It doesn't work that way. We have a book of bylaws. We right. have to follow the parliamentary rules. We have to, so it has to go to committee. It has to be discussed. Then it has to go for a full board vote. And then it might come back and say, oh, it's also part of the ethics committee has to address that too. Our competitions, whatever it is, it, it has to be done right. It's not going to, and they only meet three times a year. The yeah. only time we have telephonic conferences is if it's an emergency. Right. Okay, it's like a cruise ship moving slow. Now, Isla is completely different. You know, Isla is responding to attacks. Isla is up on the hill lobbying. But the NRA general operations and the board of directors, this is how it works. If the executives want to raise, they have to wait till the board meeting till it's addressed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. so I mean, that's how it works. So so anyway, I, I came off. Very confident. People are contacting me. Uh, you can find negative in anything. The problem is it's it's manifested from a couple of small, stupid things were done, and it got blown out of proportion. few things, people were asleep at the wheel, but it's all been reined back in now. But, again, because of our position with 2020 coming and because of the antis want to destroy us. Look what they just did to Kavanaugh again last week. Right. The, they, they said that he took his penis and shoved it in a girl's face in her hand at a party. Mm. A witness saw him do it. But then the New York Times forgot to disclose that the witness says she doesn't she remember, doesn't it, even happening. remember it happening. <laughs> but the guy who saw it remember it happening and said it was her. But she doesn't even remember it, it happened. And the and guy now who saw it and said it happened happened to be connected with Hillary Clinton. Of course. Strangely. Because they want him off the Supreme Court. Of they already told us if they re- get reelected, listen, here's what's going 
going to happen. You want to know what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen? If we don't band together, the 5 million members of the NRA, by the way, every NRA member should buy their friend or family member, a co-worker, a membership. We should have 10 million members of the NRA. The NRA is the, I told you, we have the highest membership right now in the third year of a pro-gun president that we've ever had. Yeah. We have 4.9 million members. That's phenomenal. Yeah. So... Could you imagine if we had 10 million members? Right. But what they're going to do is, if the Demo- like I said, if the Democrats get in, they're going to get rid of the filibuster, and we're going to become we're going to go straight communism because the small amount of moderates like Pelosi's and them that run things right now, and even Schumer could be considered a moderate. Yeah. For, for, C- compared for, for to what, yeah, they're going to get steamrolled. Right. By the, they're going to get steamrolled by the left because they eat their own. They will get steamrolled, and we are going to be screwed. You will all lose your guns. You fuds, you will lose your guns, too. You will lose your shotguns. You will lose your muzzle loaders. If you do not think it can happen, then you better get in a boat and go to Afghanistan. They let you have guns there, AK-47s and Kalashnikovs, if you want. If you want. Go. I'll pay for your trip, by the way. I got an inflatable boat that could fit like six people. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you come up with this shit? I have I really I really have no idea. I I really have I have no idea. I know. Listen, it's... Cory Booker just called for a national firearms ID. He also wants you to renew it every five years, mental health background mm. check, and he called for federal gun a month. <laughs> what an idiot. Uh the other... That's why Newark is so safe. Yeah, the other thing is uh the retailers are all falling in line telling their customers to stop openly carrying guns in their store. It's ridiculous. Okay, Albertsons, Absolutely Kroger, Walgreens, ridiculous. Walmart, Wegmans, CVS, Aldi, Meijer, I don't even know who that is. They all don't want open carry. They're, they're not banning concealed carry yet, but you can't have open carry in states that allow open carry. It's over. Uh, it's going to get to a point where if someone sees somebody with a gun like an undercover cop, they're going to call the cops or they're going to stun, stun gun them or something. Uh, this is going to be uh, very... It's really sad when you stop and think about the fact that somebody at the top of these organizations... And it's kind of not follow the leader, it's follow the follower. Yes. And nobody's really hurting your pocketbook because what, are you going to stop going to Walmart because Walmart said you can't open carry in their store? 145 CEOs sent a letter to the Senate Asking for more background checks, mental health checks, and get rid of the gun show loophole. All sparred by Bloomberg. Yes. I, Of course. I would like to know. I mean, they listed like six or seven of the CEOs. There's a full list of the 145 CEOs online. I'd like to know how many of them have armed details. Right. Exactly. I'd like to know how many of them have walls around their house with gates mm-hmm. of those 145. I'm betting 125 of them. I'm betting 140. No, I, I guarantee there's some stupid, mope, stupid mopes that don't yeah, think they think need so? a security. Yeah, there's a couple of them that think, you know, if somebody went to rob them, they could reason with them. You don't really want to do that. You should get help. Boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> now I got to take that damn watch off myself. He could have taken it off for me, but I had to shoot him. And I got to bend down. <laughs> anyway, uh, 145, definitely. I love the hypocrisy yeah. of a rich, repulsive socialist. Yeah. Calling to get rid of everybody's guns except their armed security. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like our, you know, our, our, our politicians. And I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you something. We're going down this communist slope so fast our heads are spinning Mm -hmm. and if you don't think so you better start reading bbc news 
You'll learn yeah. a lot from yeah. BBC. You absolutely will. Download the app on your stupid phone. Any, anything outside of the U.S. Because you cannot trust the news media in the U.S. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids, and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids, and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. I hope that Governor Doucheflute brings me back some naan bread and tandoori chicken from India. Garlic, At least man. make it worth my while while you're over there spending my friggin' hard-earned tax dollars. Here's a guy that's worth $800 million. Why doesn't he pay for the trip in a security detail yeah, himself? himself. Yeah. See, that's, the, that's how socialists work. Right. They save their money and they write it off the back of the mm -hmm. state. They write it off the back of the taxpayer. All the, all the people running for Democratic, uh, uh, the primary, they're all kicking for equality while they're all millionaires. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because they, they want to be billionaires mm -hmm. and they know that this is the best way to do it. Barack Obama came in complaining about the fact that he was in debt with student loans, he and Michelle were in debt. 
because of student loans. And now he's worth millions. How does that work out? Yeah, how does that work? Yeah. Yeah, how does that work? So I'm going to tell you right now, you guys got to wake up. All right, so the NRA has a new hire. They hired former video game executive to helm its lobbying arm. His name is Wade Callender. He will replace David Lehman as deputy executive director and top lawyer for the Institute for Legislative Action. A sort, you know, I, I met him. Really nice guy. So this guy is the shit, and he worked in the video game industry for years. And we gun people, you know, I knock the video game industry. Mm-hmm. Well. He did some stupid things when he worked for the video game industry, okay? First thing was he um, hung a cross in his office. Oh, my God. And the leaders of the video game industry were offended by it, and they asked him to take it down, and he said no. And then a few weeks later, there was a mass shooting, and they were knocking the NRA, and he said he was an NRA member. And needless to say, a few the, weeks the later... The people who made... Wait. The, the people who made the shoot em up video games... Yes, yes, yes. ...were knocking the NRA. Correct. I got Correct. You. Got well, it. that's that's how that works, right? Oh. And uh, he grew up on the Lower East Side of New York. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, conservative all his life. Yeah. And uh, Wade is a really nice guy. He weighs about 62 pounds. I'm ready to kick his ass. Uh, too skinny for me. He's really, really pissing me off. But uh, really nice guy, and we're going to support him fully, and I think he's going to do very, very well um, uh, because we needed, uh, you know, some fresh blood in the uh, operations and Isla side. I think it's going to be good for everybody here. So do you like my Dory, by the way? I really do like your Dory. Right? Thank you. It's really pretty. I'll let you feel. uh, It's totally cool. Touch that shaft later if you want. It's ash. Now, how is that? How is that legal? Because it's like a double-bladed side. So what does that? What? Hashtag. Where's my red flag? Where's my red flag? It's not sharp though, right? I mean, it's dull. So yeah. Where's my yeah? Where's my red flag? I'm getting it sooner than later. I'm getting it sooner it's than later. A, you better bring extra large cuffs. Yeah, like for Marsh You better bring the belt with the loops <laughs> for my cuffs. I may resist. I may resist. I may resist. No, I don't resist. You can't you resist big What? <laughs> I may resist. Okay. Tappen says don't resist. I, 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 can't, I, I don't practice what I preach. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking... <laughs> I would like my entire red flagging videotaped so we can use it as a documentary. <laughs> See, you want to you want a red flag. You know how many blue collar and white collar people and lower income people are going to get red flagged? You know, there's like twenty have been red flagged since the it came into effect September fifteenth in New oh, Jersey. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. And uh, legit, how many more legit red flag? Or oh, just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't have the details yet. But Lewis Knappen uh, told me that. Oh my goodness! And you know, these are people that are going to have to go out and spend all kinds of money on lawyers and, if and, they and have it. If they if they have the money, if not, they're going to go to jail. Yeah. So uh, I want to be red flag because a I could afford the lawyers. B I have massive recording equipment, and C <laughs> what? Well, C I yeah, See, I have a good voice. <laughs> And uh, D, uh, I have a big voice in the 2A community, I feel. So we can document my entire journey, you know? But you see, that that, that big uh, target that you have there has already been 
I survived used. it. Yes, you did. I survived it. But it, it. costs like, probably more than the average person makes in a lifetime. I survived it, though. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, somebody has to take a stand. You know, as those douches on Amalan call me, oh, Fredo and Wayne's lackey, <laughs> as they hide in their cornfield, you know. Uh, um, I'm smart. Yeah. I I'm can't, I can't, they, I they, look, this is dirt. They do dirt, put seed, plant grow, dirt. Oh, look, it's things. that Calandro guy again posting. Let me attack him. Okay? Eating mom, boogers. Yeah, where's mom. my Cheeto? Mom, did you get me to Captain Crunch again? Mom, I, I was in school today. I, I had a really long booger. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we deal with, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we deal with. I lost this, Sandy. Oh, my God. I lost Sandy. So, California... Expanded their red flag laws. They, guess why they expanded? <laughs> guess why California expanded their red flag laws? Why? To catch up to New Jersey's. California's weren't as tough as New Jersey's, so, so they, they had to expand. Them. Correct. Gavin Newsom signed it. <laughs> okay. It, guess what it adds? It adds co-workers to the people who can petition a judge. Co-workers, Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? I, can't. I lost. Really I got to do the rest of the show myself. <laughs> test one two eight. Test six nine. So, please vote for Edward Durr. Edward Durr is running at uh, an ED four New Jersey. His website is three D four NJ dot com. Number four. 3D4NJ.com. Edward Durr is one of the few people I'm campaigning and supporting for, as well as Tony Gallo for sheriff in Middlesex County. Are you okay? You feel better now? <laughs> you okay? After this week, yeah, it's been a good laugh. Okay. Sandy, while you were out with the, um, some problems at home, we took your September 11, 23-minute piece, and we added slides to it on oh. YouTube. Yeah, I was going to tell you, but I forgot. Cool. And... Uh, <laughs> So I posted it, the video with your uh, with your uh, dissertation, and we got we got like over eight thousand views on YouTube alone. I think. Let me oh, see. Wow. Yeah, it went went really well. I took full credit for it, so you don't have to worry about it coming Good. back to you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Seven thousand four hundred and forty-four on YouTube alone. Wow. And uh, I got an email. Did from Matt do a, uh, put a Matt, piece together? Matt. Matt. Matt did flipping photos matching oh, wow. your dialogue. Wow. Yeah. If you go on YouTube and pay for a subscription, you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you, ain't, you ain't seen it for free. <laughs> so, uh, this was from Detective Mike Leonardi from New Jersey State Police. I just want to tell you, let you know, the piece you did was raw, beautiful, tearful, and brought chills. It was done so well. It tells what so many people have forgotten and was produced perfectly. You who and whoever else put it together should be proud of what if you produced. We will never forget. Thanks for producing this. Detective Mike, it, Sandy Berardi, and his team did the whole thing. I did not do it. Uh, it's been an audio file we've been using for quite a few years now, always of the September 11th radio show. And uh, I always ask Sandy every year for the audio file separate to post it. And I was in, uh, I think I was in Delaware, or I was in NRA. I was in NRA, and I said, Matt, why don't you get 
some September 11th photos. He actually cost about $1,000. He had to yeah. buy stock photos. Yeah. We didn't want to steal any copyright stuff or anything yeah. inadvertently or whatever. Right. So as you're Sandy's talking, when he talks about the, the plane, they showed a, a picture of the plane or people in a park. And then the picture, it, Matt, he matched it. You know, Matt, he stood yeah. up all night and did it. He, wow. he texted me 3.43 in the morning that it was done <laughs> on September 11th. And I posted it when I woke up at 8 o'clock in the morning. Wow, so he worked all night on it. I hope you're proud of it. I, I, I want you to look at it. I might send you the file with the paywall um, <laughs> attached to it just, just in case you want to look. Uh I thought this was really, really important. I'm glad I gave you a good laugh. You needed it. I did. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I, I did. He's had some uh, family issues, Sandy, here. So, uh, you know, he's going for gender reassignment surgery. <laughs> he just doesn't know what gender he wants. I so just, the doctor's going to let him either fluid. use the wheel <laughs> or the balloons. Or the balloons. Yeah. 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 Oh, Ooh, I'm going to be gender that. number 71. Well, or I get a big bear. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I thought this was important. I shared this last week, and I thought it was really, really important to share it again this week. Uh, I got some good play and feedback from it, but Red Flag Emergency Preparedness Kit. I just want to reiterate it one more time because uh, we've had like 15 red flags in New Jersey already. Uh, California's had 450 red flags the first year it's been implemented. And Florida's had 122 red flags already. It's, now, I don't and know how many, don't know how many of these are legit, how many... No, no, because just, it's going to take a long time to get through the courts. Remember, you have no due process the first 10 days. Right. You don't even know what you're being charged for. Yeah, you just have your stuff ripped from... Hi, Mr. Colangelo, we're here to take your guns. Beautiful. Hold on, let me turn my camera on. <laughs> yeah. All right, fellas, let's do it. Yeah, but see, you don't have no guns, so that's easy. Oh, you never know what I got. <laughs> so... Come on in. So I just want to uh, review it one more time. I know I did this learning for last week, but I feel this is way too important. It's one thing to talk about what to put in your go bag in case there's an emergency. This is a a no-due process emergency that is upon us, and I think that it's too important not to share. If you didn't listen to 434 last week and you're on 435, you need to share this show with all your friends and family who have firearms. Mm -hmm. Everyone who has firearms in the state of New Jersey, New York, York, Florida, California. There's 14 states so far, I think, and there's bills to propose it federally. Please pass this on to everyone. Just forward the show. It takes three seconds, whether it's from iTunes, Google, or any other social media platform. Please forward it. So number one is photograph your firearms, record their make, model, type, caliber, serial number, and condition in case they disappear, and store that information off-site. So three months later, if God willing you get all of your stuff back you have a record of it pictures condition and everything number two Knappen says have homeowners insurance with an umbrella policy if a family member wrongfully uses a firearm you may be sued for failing to red flag them it's happened already it's happened oh indiana i'm sorry is another um is another state that has uh red flag laws too indiana yes yeah and we're, chicago we're doomed yeah yeah uh, so, is Chicago a state? It could be now, I guess. <laughs> okay. The state of Chicago has red flags, too. It's right next to the state of Nashville. Now, for you for you people that have homeowner's insurance, I'm going to tell you something right now. It's not that expensive to get an umbrella policy. No, no. A couple hundred dollars a year, yeah, get you a million bucks. Right. All right. If you own a home or something, you, or if you rent an apartment, you can get apartment insurance, mm-hmm. You can get and you can get an umbrella policy. Yep. 
number three is know your jurisdiction's gun laws and make certain that you do not possess anything prohibited. Guys, girls, we t- I, this is eight and a half years of talking about this yeah. stuff. Yeah. When I was going through my divorce and the temporary restraining order, when the cops came to my house, six of them, 3,500 square six foot, of six of them. Six of them. I sat out on my front porch with the late great Winston. I smoked a cigar, and six cops went through my house from top to bottom. You know what they found? Nothing. Nothing. Yep. Nothing. No contraband. Nothing. I knew it was going to come eventually, and I prepared for it. All right? I'd still be in jail oh. if they found all the old oh. crap that I had from My 500 years goodness. ago that I've been collecting. Okay? Right. It's all, all gone. So I'm telling you, Nappin's right. Prohibited magazines, bump stocks, anything else that they seize under red flag, you know what's going to happen. They're going to charge you criminally. Whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Now, now forget. Now, if the red flag was called off after an investigation, it only costs you a few thousand dollars to get your guns back. But, man, have one 15-round magazine. Oh, you're done. Have a bump stock. Oh, they'll continue. Have a retractable stock. Oh, yeah. Remember, New Jersey has constructive intent. Yeah. You sold right. the right. AR-15, mm-hmm. but you have a retractable stock. Right. You're going to jail. Absolutely. You're going to pay a lawyer twenty five, thirty thousand dollars to keep you out of jail. You have a guy like Booker who's running for president. He wants to let out all the drug dealers and criminals and lock up all the law abiding gun owners. Yeah, of course, because it's easy. Because it's backwards. Number three, have an attorney knowledgeable about guns and red flag laws. If you live in New Jersey, Nappin's card, Dan Schmutter's card uh, would be uh, some of my choices here. If you live outside New Jersey, get a lawyer. Make sure you uh, sign up for U.S. Law Shield. They they have a plan that may cover red flag seizures. Lewis, U.S. Law Shield does. Number five, never resist, physically resist a red flag. Gun owners have been shot and killed by the government during red flag raids. Okay? That doesn't mean you can't keep your door closed and ask what's going on. Right. You know, you just don't want to, like cops have gotten shot because they've knocked on the door. You open the door and say, we're here to take your guns. Like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean? You know, so the onus has to be on both sides. Right. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, get the information, but do, then do not resist. Now, here's me. If they came into my house, if I got four guns in my safe and I have nothing else in my house, it's all cleaned out. I have nothing to hide. Right. Now, they should only be searching for the guns. So probably where your guns are, nothing else should be stored. But now, what if it was your daughter that red flagged you? A lot of people are getting red flagged by their teenagers, by the way. Really? Who, yes, somebody just told me that, that the last four domestics they went to, uh, domestic, well, they call them domestics, were the kids calling and reporting a parent. Oh, my God. Yes. Number six, ask for an attorney and do not make any statement until you first speak with your attorney. You have a Sixth Amendment right to counsel. Number seven, remember, due process comes after the government takes your guns. That's how it's going to work. After, after the government takes after. your guns. You have no due process. We have a ton of classes coming. Like I said, my guys killed it at the uh, Personal Protection Expo. SAW is meeting here October 28th, November 12th, December 9th. Be here, everybody. Come on down. Remember, like me, share me, follow me, and give me some five-star ratings on all the social media platforms, please. Thank you. That's it? That's it. I'm done. Wow. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. Well, now he's done. Well, looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a counterthink media production. The music in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. 
On behalf of our gassy show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun For Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. Each one, reach one, clean out your closet, get rid of everything that you think might be bad things to have, just in case. We love you guys. See you next week.